Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now your host, self-made millionaire and national award-winning investor of the year, Del Walmsley. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm your host, Del Walmsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to share with you some insights that I think are very important. You know, for years, I've been trying to teach people how to become financially free, and through my 30 years of experience of doing real estate and 26 years of owning this company, helping other people, I've noticed that it's easy to go out and buy real estate and make money with real estate. Real estate is easy. People are difficult, my saying that I say all the time. And the difficult part about people is that they have perceptions of life, their paradigms, as Stephen Covey would call them, their paradigm of life, which is their map that they follow to be successful, is skewed. It's wrong. And the reality is a very high percentage of Americans have the skewed map, I would say, at least 95% of Americans have this wrong map. And it's very hard to ferret this out because what these people want me to tell them how to do is technically, okay, here, how to, how to buy it. Why don't you on the radio talk about how to buy real estate? And that's not really what's important. What's really important is why you won't buy real estate, why you don't build your asset base, why you will not be financially free someday in the future, near or far. And Today, I'm going to cover an email, and it's it's sad, sad email, uh, but I'm going to cover it anyway, because sometimes out of the ashes of somebody else's pain can be drawn a conclusion that maybe one or two or five or a thousand of you can see or hear that might change your life, because there really are reasons that people fail in life, and they're very clear when you dig down below the surface. People ask superficial questions that mean nothing because they don't understand which really deep questions they should ask. Today's email gentleman is asking me a bunch of superficial questions that really mean nothing because he doesn't understand what he really should be asking, doesn't understand how the world really works and what it takes to become financially free. And because of that, sadly enough, if the gentleman continues with his belief system, he's never going to become financially free. And, you know, he thinks he's asking the question in an honest manner. And in his level of thinking, it probably is an honest question. But the reality is he's so far from understanding what he's really saying in this email that I told him today when I got the email today, I said, I'll go over it on the radio and, you know, I hope he's listening in or listened into the first show and, and gets the understanding that, hey, there's something wrong with the way you're seeing the world. So I'm not going to give out the gentleman's name. I, I don't want to share his pain uh, 
with any of the people that might know him. So I'm going to go ahead and cover this. It says, hello, Dell. It's been a while since I've sent you an email. The email's not to be discouraging, but I wanted to get your input about something I have been thinking about for a while now. So this is something he's been thinking seriously about. So as we go through this email, don't forget that part. This is something he's thought seriously about. Over 20 years ago, when I was 16 years old and working full-time while in high school, I didn't have a lot of money, and back then I had a car without a stereo. So let's start right there. He was working full-time in high school. What is and what has always been his belief system in life? Work. Trade money. Trade time for money. Work. Even in high school. When most kids are out, you know, participating in sports and or growing up, going to dances, having a good time, whatever, he was working full time in high school. Okay, back then he had an old car without a stereo. Around that time, most cars didn't have stereos or if they did, it was really bad sounding one. So before the Internet was around, I went to the library and checked out a few books and read them all to learn how to install my own stereo since I couldn't afford to pay someone else to do it. So that is the next belief in life for the average person living a life of quiet desperation, is that I can't afford something, so the only thing I can afford to waste is my time. I'll go and get a book, books, and study and learn how to install a radio, right? Install stereo, whatever it is. And save a few dollars. This is the next American misbelief, that saving a few dollars will actually get you anywhere in your life. And I'll cover that later on. I'll come back to that one again later on, okay? Uh, he says, once I figured it out, I showed my friends what I had done, and they were impressed and asked if I could install a new stereo and amplifier, CD changer, etc., in their car as well. Before I knew it, I had a business license and ordered car stereo equipment at very low prices compared to the high retail cost stores like Circuit City and Best Buy were selling them. So now, here's the next lie that Americans live. He got himself a business license, and now he was a business. He wasn't a business. He was a job. He had a job of installing stereo equipment. But in his mind, it was a business. People believe that having a job is a business. Being self-employed where you get up and go to work every day is not a business. It is a job. Now, if you own a company where thousands of other people or hundreds of other people work for you, and you still get up and go to work, it might be considered a business. If you do what I do, which is have hundreds and hundreds of people working for you, but you don't get up and go to work every day, it's definitely a business. Because a business is something that makes money without you. It's a living, breathing organism. That's why they allow there to be corporations that you can't sue the people that own the business because they're not people. It is a business, a company that produces income without you getting up and going to work every day. Next slide. It goes on and says, due to my good work and great prices. There, due to my good work and great prices, all right, which again, low ball, low ball, low ball. I'm going to make it because I'm cheap. I'm going to have a good business because I'm cheap. I'm going to be cheap because I'm doing all the labor and I'm not paying somebody to do the work. And because of that, I'm trading time for money. I had a ton of cars lined up in my driveway waiting to be worked on. I made good money until years later factories began to include stereo units, nice stereo units and cars. Okay, I made a lot of money. Where is that money today? Did he buy houses with it? Did he buy stocks with it? Did he buy anything with it? No. So here it is, trading time for money, 
with no belief that you should ever invest that money is another American fallacy. Car electronics became so complex you had to unplug a computer and remove nearly the whole dashboard to upgrade the stereo. So I saw this becoming a problem early on and got out of the business again. He has now quit a business, right? Instead of learning to upgrade and improve and build a company around this business, what he really was saying was the job was getting too technically rough. The work was getting too complex, too hard. So I'm going to run. I'm going to go find something else to do because it's just not easy money anymore. Here's a type A personality. I want easy money. I want something for nothing. I want it fast. I want it free. And if I don't get something for nothing fast enough, I will change my direction and go somewhere else. Right? I bought houses 20, 30 years ago. I went from houses to duplexes to fourplexes to small apartments to medium apartments to large apartments. And now I'm trying to buy a class A. I'm improving my business skill set. I'm growing my businesses. He just ran away. Next, fast forward to age 21. The Internet is still new. So I went to the library and got a bunch of books on how to create a website. My site became popular in a few years later when SEO, uh, search engine optimization, was unheard of. I learned how to make my website pages very friendly to Google. So a lot of keywords were listed, number one, which bought a ton of traffic and revenue to my website. Okay? Now, think about this. Again, he went and got books. He didn't get formal education, just went and got books, figured out how to do something because nobody else knew how to do it. He was able to get in and make some money. But how much money did he make? He says tons of money. Where's the money? What did he do with the money? Right? He goes on and says, I thought it hit the jackpot since I would make thousands of dollars just from Google alone. Thousands. Not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions. He made thousands of dollars. There again. Living a life of quiet desperation in middle-class America or lower than middle-class America. What are you doing? You're making thousands of dollars and thinking you hit it rich. He said it. I thought I hit it rich. I hit the jackpot because I was making thousands of dollars. That was until the word caught on and millions of people learned how to make their sites SEO friendly as well. So my keywords that were ranking number one got pushed down to page 10,000 since so many people were educated about how to do this. Now think about it. You go in and learn how to do something, whatever it is. And in no time at all, you're 10,000th worse at it. Could you imagine if I was the 10,000th worst radio host? If I was the, you know, I'm not number one. And I may not even be within the top 100, but 10,000th, I wouldn't be on the radio. What would, you, what would you think if I was the 10,000th worst real estate training program? What if I was the 10,000th worst apartment owner? I wouldn't be in business. But this guy was the 10,000th worst, right? So you think about this. Work, earn, think you're rich, find out you're not. Don't keep up with business and have to change to a new business. This is the formula. And when we come back, we're going to go deeper into that formula and a few other items that this email proves why Americans are not financially secure. What is keeping them from becoming financially secure? We'll be right back with the, Del Wamsley, or with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. 
Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to access our free live training event schedule. For over 27 years, Lifestyles Unlimited members have had exclusive access to tools that have made them multimillionaire real estate investors. Now one of those tools, Lifestyles Discovery, is available to you. Attend the free online class, how to get the best investment properties, to discover the tool the pros use to make profitable real estate investments. Go to gettingthebestdeals.com to sign up today. That's gettingthebestdeals.com. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Lifestyle Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Today we're talking about why people fail to become financially free. We're talking about the, the ideas and theories that they live by and how those ideas and theories are really the problem and the challenge that they, they have in becoming successful. It's not that becoming successful is difficult. It's not that it's only for a few. It's for the fact that people that have the wrong mentality about life are not going to get there. So I'm going to carry on with this email. It says next that I figured that in order to be successful, I have to learn something really complex that is high in high demand, and maybe then I can have a stable career. So again, that sentence, very complex education to be able to have a stable career. In other words, what does the guy want? He wants a job. It took many years, but I learned how to program multiple languages, set up servers, and pretty much do anything that makes the site operable. Since there was a lot of demand for programmers back then, I was making a lot of money and figured I finally found a career that I can rely on. Again, what is a lot of money? And two, where did all the money go? That was only social media. Uh, that was until social media became popular, and now people can share their ideas online without needing a programmer or hire a cheap one, which I predicted would happen uh, someday in the future. And so I got out of the business. Again, he runs. Instead of upgrading and becoming better at a skill set or creating a business that pr could proliferate uh, or investing so that he could sidestep all that stuff. By now, he's had so many businesses, made so much money because he's saying, I'm making tons of money. He could have invested all that money and he could have been financially free by now, but he doesn't. He just keeps trying to find ways to stay out in front of the job market. Um the next thing he says is, I figured I need to have a skill where I do not have to compete with the whole world that's in high demand. Okay? He just gave up. I want a skill set that is not in demand. In other words, I'm going to go hide under a rock and do something nobody else wants to do. He then says, I then became a truck driver, which I currently do and love it. Except now I hear about how they are making driverless cars and semis in which... I am sure to be replaced. Hey, my friend, we're all going to be replaced as of our jobs. All jobs will eventually be replaced. Now, you know why I like driving a truck? I like driving a truck. I did it for a while. Is that it's serene. There's no competition. There's nobody you have to talk to. There's no communication. There's no skill set. You just mindlessly drive. And that's a job that nobody wants. So he wanted it because there's no competition for it. 
goes on and says, here's the main reason for this email. I hear you on the radio recently stating that you are expanding nationwide and opening up new offices in other states. That's a good thing for your business since you were already successful and say you have more money than you need. I just wonder if you grow so large and add thousands of new preferred members that the second a deal comes available will be gone within two seconds due to so many people going after it. Or worse, a multi-billion dollar company will see that you're doing and duplicate your business model and spend millions advertising worldwide to a point there's no houses or apartments that will be available as investments since they will all be bought before you can even find them. This is where the guy shows the other side of his insanity. This is what we call the lack mentality. The lack mentality says that I have a zero-sum gain belief in life. For me to have a dollar, I have to steal it from somebody else. If you get a dollar, I can't have a dollar. If I get a dollar, I have to take it from you. This is what the Democrats believe. The Democrats believe that the only way that a socialized class that they're representing can have another dollar is to steal it from a human being that worked to earn it. They don't want to teach their people to earn. They don't want to teach their people to invest. They don't want to teach their people to be successful because they don't believe that any of that's possible. They believe that the world is a zero-sum place, right? He goes on and says, I'm sure if you were not teaching real estate and kept this info to yourself and the inner circle of friends, there would be amazing deals for you just sitting and waiting for you to snatch them up since no one would be aware uh, of them and would be passing them up, right? So to say that real estate pie is big enough for everyone, but not if the whole world is confident and educated enough to spot a great deal. The odds of getting a good deal would be like hitting the lottery if reaches that point. It seems like the only secure job for those who are not already rich are the ones that take many years of sacrifice and credentials, such as being a doctor or a lawyer, which is something not most of us are willing to do. So, my friends, here it is, the lack mentality. When we come back from the break, I'm going to explain to you why his premise is absolutely wrong in every way, shape, and form. And that's why he'll never be rich and why the people, lifestyles are becoming rich, if not already rich from this program, because they do not have that lack mentality. They have the abundance mentality. We'll be right back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways cash flow money in your pocket each month equity capture the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map appreciation real estate can increase in value over time equity buildup renters pay down your mortgage each month and finally the tax advantage when done correctly real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains at lifestyles unlimited these are the five ways we make money in real estate which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle you should have some real estate in your portfolio to learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970. 
888-888-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Talk 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Today we're discussing why people fail, what types of belief systems that have to create failure financially. And we've been going through this email, this gentleman that sent to me, and his main premise now, let's cover his main premise, is that everything he's ever done in life has failed to succeed for him because somebody has come along and taken it away by being better at it or being more efficient at it. And he has based his entire life on the premise that earning is the way to become wealthy and successful. He goes on and says, okay, now I hear you saying that this real estate stuff you're doing is growing and growing all over the country. Isn't that going to eventually create so many investors that you're going to be able to buy all the deals? Well, let's go ahead and take that one on first of all. You know, when I was a young kid, they told me there was uh, 20 years of oil left when I went to a geology class. By the time I got to college, there were a 1,000 years of oil left. Now there's 100 years of oil left in each of two or three states in the country and Every other you know, country in the world has another 100 years of oil, just thousands and thousands of years of oil. Oil is not a problem, never has been. It was the mentality of how you find oil and what you do with oil and so forth. The same thing is true about real estate. If you're out there trying to find a something for nothing, instantaneously, gratificationally diseased house for nothing, like all the other real estate gurus in the world teach, then yeah, if everybody knew how to do it, there'd be none left. But that's not what we're doing. We're buying giant businesses. And... The fact that we've been doing it for 26 years in Houston and never run out. In fact, we haven't even scratched the surface. There's like 3,000 apartment complexes in Houston. And I don't know how many we have, but we're nowhere near that many. I mean, not even a half of that, not even a quarter probably. Uh, if you take a look at Dallas, same thing, another 3,000. Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, San Antonio together, another 3,000. That doesn't count any of the small towns like Midland or, or Corpus Christi that we're buying out of. So there's... You know, three to 5,000 apartment complexes in Texas alone, we haven't even scratched the surface. We probably own less than less than 1,000 all the way across the board, and I don't have a real number on that, so I don't even know if we're even that close. Uh, but the reality is we're buying more and more of them all the time, faster and faster, and we've been doing that for 26 years because we get better at it. We're buying larger apartments. It takes more people to buy them, so more and more people can get into deals that – you know, where it takes 20 or 30 or 50 people to buy a deal. So each apartment, whereas before we buy one apartment, it retired one family. Now we buy one apartment complex and maybe it retires 20, 30 families, right? So the the thought that this lack mentality as opposed to an abundance mentality is what holds this person down. I'm not even going to try because, again, it's just going to be a failure. It's just not going to succeed. Then he's talking about what if we go all over the country? Isn't that going to create even more investors? No, my friends, here's the bottom line. If we've been able to do it for 30 years in Houston and not even scratch the surface of owning everything, what happens when we go to Atlanta? We've got at least 30 years for we're even to this point right here. What happens when we go to Florida? What happens when we go to Michigan? What happens when we go to Phoenix, Arizona? What happens when we go to Las Vegas? What happens when we go to all these different places? Each one of those cities adds another 30 years of possibilities to our membership. And that's only named a handful of cities. What about St. Louis? What about Chicago? What about all these other cities in the country that are out there? Right? They're all over the place. We've got an entire country. What it is, is if you look at it as a demand versus availability situation, the more we expand, 
we expand into unsaturated markets and use investors from all over the country. And so the deals are getting better as we expand. The deals we're doing in outer provinces out of Texas are becoming better deals and will become better deals as we get better at it. In other words, with the abundance mentality, we will improve with growth. This guy's never been willing to grow with anything in his life. He runs away as soon as it gets tough. No, we grow, expand, get smarter, do better in everything we do. And our members benefit from it. The next thing is, what about some big, giant, billion-dollar corporation going to come in and knock us off? Guys, they can't do that. People have tried to knock me off for 25 years. They can't because they don't have the two things that we have. Number one, we have the clientele of people that have been developed into a belief system of giving back, of sharing. If you had a giant corporation, they wouldn't share. They would keep everything for themselves, and nobody would come. If you don't have people here... You don't have people looking for deals. You don't have people finding deals. You don't have people making the money. You have to have money. To do these giant deals, you have to have money. You have to make it available. And if you don't make it available and you don't have the money, then you're not going to be able to do the deals. So a giant corporation doesn't have. The second thing they don't have, which I'm going to cover when I get back, is they're greedy. I'm not greedy. I never wanted all the deals. Instead of me being a billionaire, I wanted each and every one of you to be a millionaire. So we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll be right back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. Come shake hands with your retirement partner. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Del Walmsley. Gain one-on-one -on -one access to hundreds of industry experts. Join thousands of top investors and expert wealth educators. Meet featured speaker Darren Hardy, author of The Compound Effect and personal success expert. Your path to retirement in just one day. Use promo code EXPO18 and attend for just $10. That's wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Promo code EXPO18. Talk 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles of Real Estate Investing Radio Show. Today we've been going through an email as a demonstration of how the average person that's living a life of quiet desperation sees the world and why that belief system uh, will not allow you to be successful. Einstein said it best, how you see the problem is the problem. And I've listed uh, a series of points that this email made. And I want to share them with you here just to sum up the email, then we'll move on. The first one is, the way to get ahead in life is being cheap and doing things yourself. You know, a penny saved is a penny earned, is a belief system that middle-class America has believed forever. And the reality is, what I want you to understand is, savings will not make you rich. 
putting money in a 401k, an IRA, or a savings account, or a little Billy's college fund does not make you money. Simply putting money under your pillow, sticking it in the dirt or in a savings account, does not in any way make you any wealthier than you were. You've already earned that dollar. You have yet to decide to spend that dollar, but you still only have that dollar. Until you learn to invest your money wisely and make large rates of return, successful over long periods of time, you will never be successful. Number two, working is the secret to wealth. And the secret to becoming wealthy is to get a better job. That I'm always looking for a better job that I can make more money with, a better career that I can make more money with. It's all about the job, and it's not about investing at all. Number three, I want to be in nothing that presents competition. Competition is bad. I want to corner the market. I want to be the only person doing it. I want to be able to make easy money. Right. I don't want to have to keep up the pace of growth of intellectual intellectual growth to be able to progress my business along with society. So as soon as there's any competition, boom, I'm out. The next one is I want to hide in a job that nobody wants. The way to be successful is to find a job that nobody wants. I mean, literally, he's saying that, folks. I mean, you got to get this. you got to understand. If you were to write your own manifesto of what you believe in, this poor guy, you know, I'm ripping him apart, but the bottom line is this is going to help somebody out there, I hope. But if you were to write your own manifesto, how many sentences could I take right out of your manifesto of your life's belief system and just rip you a new one with it? Well, there it is. I'm going to hide in a job that nobody wants. I mean, that doesn't sum it up. Nothing else does. The next one. Technology will always wipe you out. That no matter what it is that you do or have, technology will render it useless at some point in the future. So let's see. Technology has made everything about living in a house or an apartment better over the last 200 years. But has it rendered it useless? No. Has it made it more or less available to people to live in housing? No. Housing's available. There's probably more housing now than there was before. But has it taken anybody's investments away from them? No. Even the oldest real estate we have is still rentable to somebody. And if it's not, then it's come of age and it's no longer within the mores of our society healthy enough to live in. Then they've got to demolish it and you should have moved on. It's a natural progression in life is to grow with technology not to let technology wipe you out. Now, there's a natural process of things becoming outdated. When people went to automobiles, the guy who built saddles, there wasn't as many of them needed. And then only the best ones were stayed. There's still people making saddles, but it's only the best. And the same thing's true with what all these things this other guy did, is that technology didn't wipe him out. The fact that he wasn't very good at technology is what wiped him out, and that everybody else was willing to grow and to change. The next one is this zero-sum gain idea that there's not enough for all of us. For me to have a dollar, I have to steal it from somebody else. For him to have a dollar, everybody else has to let it go. That there, there, there can't be enough for everybody. This is the democratic belief that you've got to steal from the rich to give to the poor, not teach the poor to become rich, not teach the poor to go earn and invest and own assets. Why don't they teach the poor to do 
what it is the poor don't do so the poor can have what the poor don't have. Instead, they'd rather steal from the rich. This is a zero-sum mentality game situation. No abundance mentality. Not at all. And last, greed. Dell, why didn't you take it all? You should have taken it all. Boy, that's soundly founded in a pure life of greed. Unbelievable. When we come back from the break, I got one more piece of evidence, not in this email, but in another. We'll be right back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to Lifestyles Unlimited, Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Today we've been talking about mentalities that lead to failure, financial failure, uh, middle class, living a life of quiet desperation, you know, just all those things that keep you from ever being financially successful. I've got one more for you. We've discussed six or seven or eight in that last email. Here's one more, but this one's kind of acute. It's a, it's a little funny story that really, to me, it was sent to be a joke between husbands and wives and how they see money in a different manner. But it really tells us how we all see money in America and how it's just really not going to be successful because of it. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. It says, a uh, woman asks her husband, uh, do you drink beer? Man says, yes. Woman says, how many beers a day? Man usually says, man says, usually about three. Woman says, how much do you pay per beer? Man says, $5, which includes a tip. Woman, and how long have you been drinking? Man, about 20 years, I suppose. Woman, so a beer costs $5. You have three of them a day, which puts your spending each month at about $450. And in one year, it would be approximately $5,400, correct? Man does some math and says, correct. Woman, if in one year you spent $5,400, not accounting for inflation, the past 20 years puts your spending at closely to $108,000, correct? And gentleman says, correct. Man, uh, woman says, do you know if you didn't drink so much beer, that money could have been put in a stepped-up interest savings account? And after accounting for compounded interest for the past 20 years, you could now have bought a plane. The man looks at the woman and says, do you drink beer? And the woman says, no. And the man says, then where's your plane? Now, folks, you, you got to think about this one for a second to really get this one. This is, a, this is a high level inference right here. And that is, first of all, let's take it. What people believe is in savings. And what the woman is trying to point out is if you would have saved that $105,000, you would have something. But the point is, is that the lady, even with that savings mentality, is saying you could buy toys, you could buy crap, you could buy a plane, a boat, an RV. And the reality is, even with this husband and wife fighting over this $5 a day, it's not going to make a single bit of difference in their life, which the husband points out because you don't drink beer and we still don't have a plane. And what I'm saying is, 
There's no mention here. If the woman would have said, if you take that $105,000 and over, and, and, and over that 20 years and bought a rent house every year, you'd have 20 rent houses, and the 20 rent houses would produce you $10,000 a month of tax-free income, then I would have been impressed. But even the woman who's haggling and hacking on her husband and harping away about this $5 a day still has no idea how to make money. Still has no idea that even saving the $5 a day isn't going to make a bit of difference in the long-term quality of their life, and the husband nails her with that. And so I know people that have that very same belief system. I had somebody tell me one time, almost verbatim, something like this. He said, I know that when I have problems, I'm going to lose my money. So when I get a chunk of money, I buy something I want because at least I'll have it. And then when problems come along, job, car breakdown, whatever it is, IRS, tax problem, whatever, I'll just pay in payments. I'll just pay in payments. But at least I'll have my toy. I'll at least have the thing I want in my life. At least I will have taken that vacation. So the concept is the zero-sum game concept, again, that eventually you will fail. So you might as well have some fun along the way. Nothing about actually winning the game. Nothing about investing and having income come in to where not only can you buy a toy, that you can retire and have the time to use the toy and increase that investment so that in the future you can not only be free to use the toy, but afford to buy more and more and more of the toys, better and better toys, and never dig into your income. These are the ideas that are lost to our society. These are the ideas that make the difference between wealthy people, middle-class people living a life of quiet desperation. Until someone comes out and teaches these ideas to the world, and you, Joe Listener, decide to hear them and believe them, then the rest of you will be asking the same questions the gentleman did in the email, which is, where's your plane? Where's my special car, my special house? What do I have to look forward to in life? And or, why did that guy get it all? That's the problem with our society. Everybody wants to know why everybody else has something that they don't, instead of wanting to know how they got it. I hope you got something from today's emails. It wasn't intended to be negative. It was intended for you to see it so that you could become positive in your life. And remember always as we do this, we're not doing it just for a little bit more money. We're doing this for an incredible lifestyle. Had a wonderful day. We'll be seeing you tomorrow. listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, investing, or tax advice. Results may vary. Always consult a professional before making any financial decisions. If you'd like to find out more about the mentoring available at Lifestyles Unlimited, please visit them online at lifestylesunlimited.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.